I opened part one of this past year's Year in Review Special Edition podcast with a look back at just how totally transformational 2020 turned out to be. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Okay, this is how 2020 opened. They were horrific and devastating. They were the Australian wildfires, and we were picking this story up already in progress this day in weather history. When the world looks back at the year 2020 and how it began, most will still only have, and rightfully so, the COVID-19 pandemic on their minds. But there was a lot that literally burned to the ground months before the rest of the world figuratively burned to the ground. The 2019-2020 Australian bushfire season came to be known as Black Summer. Now, the black was possibly a tip of the cap to the mood that people were in as a result of it, and also the color of the land that was left behind by a blaze that was, at times, burning in every province on the island continent nation. This is the fire season in Australia, but this was a particularly unusually intense bushfire season in many parts of the country, and they were at their zenith through that period of December 2019 through January of 2020. In January, smoke from the fires grabbed attention of scientists as it continued to move and span the globe. The fires were so intense and burned so much land and foliage that the smoke deck in the atmosphere now had moved approximately 11,000 kilometers or 6,800 miles across the Pacific Ocean to affect the air quality of South American nations Chile and Argentina. Oh, and it made its way all the way there eventually. The smoke first arrived in South America, producing hazy skies in Santiago, Chile, then crossed the Andes to affect Buenos Aires, Argentina. Later that month, no mountain could slow it down. Some of the smoke had completed the -the around-the-world journey and arrived back just south of Australia. As it happens, the smoke plume was three times larger than any previously recorded cloud and stayed intact for three months, according to the Canadian researchers who later examined NASA satellite images. That has amazing staying power and is a testament to how intense and devastating this fire was. For that much smoke to be able to circle the earth, there had to be a lot of property set ablaze. You see, smoke only happens if fire is eating something up. The smoke is the natural state of carbon that is released into the air. This was bad. Could it get worse? It sure did. They went ahead and played the 2020 Australian Open tennis tournament and found out it was likely a pretty daft idea. There were health problems related to the catastrophic wildfires in Australia springing up all over the place when several tennis players in the Australian Open began struggling with the thick smoke that was driving the air quality into the proverbial toilet. Delilah Jakopovic of Slovenia fell as she was about to serve during her round one qualifying match, then eventually pulled out of the tournament after succumbing to a violent coughing fit from the air. She told the host television network that was covering the event, and I quote, I was really scared that I would collapse. That's why I went on to the floor, because I couldn't walk anymore. End quote. In another premier match, superstar Maria Sharapova was set to take on Laura Siegmund, but it was called off when the officials in charge of that match decided the smoke was essentially unfit and unsafe for the players. The catastrophic bushfires charred more than one-fifth, 20% of the country's forests, destroying over 1,400 homes. Then there was the tragic loss of wildlife. The WWF Australia World Wildlife Foundation tweeted out at one point, I'm going to read it here for you, three billion animals estimated to be impacted by the Australian bushfires, 
we have an opportunity to raise our voices for what we've lost and turn things around for struggling wildlife. That's how it read. It was so far past out of control at this point. The loss of wildlife will be felt for generations and cause unknown catastrophe to the ecosystem as a result. As far as a dollar tag on the damage, it was calculated that this disaster cost over $103 billion Australian dollars in property damage and economic losses, making the bushfires Australia's costliest natural disaster to date. This has to be addressed, or we will have another disaster like what started in Australia in 2020, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 20th, Inauguration Day in the United States. The 2021 edition might just be the stormiest, nastiest, and potentially most 2020-ish in the history of the Union. And still that has nothing to do with any weather. But there have been some doozies over the centuries. We will look back at some of the most outstanding days when administrations renewed or changed hands, but Mother Nature reminded everyone who's really in charge of literally everything. There were many. They all happen on the same day, January 20th, this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.